Welcome to Between Over and Next with your hosts, Holly and Robert, a happily married couple who explore the space between what was, what is, and what's to come. From career changes to navigating life's uncertainties, this dynamic duo will empower you to live your happiest life at every age and stage. So get ready because your journey with Holly and Robert starts now. Welcome to Between Over and Next, the podcast where we explore the space between what was, what is, and what's to come. We're your hosts. I'm Robert Allen. I'm Holly Ehrlich. And this is episode two, and we're entitling this Our Story, meaning my story and Holly's story, individually and collectively. And then we're going to make some stuff up, too. I'm going to tell you more about us, the things we like, the things we've accomplished, because we have built something in the boardroom and the bedroom. And we each bring something special to our life in this Well, I bring, all my special comes in the bedroom. And my expertise is in the boardroom. So there you go. Well, it's, perfect it's match. board as in board, like executive board, not board as in, is in, in like yawn. By the way, you know that word isn't even part of my vocabulary, Robert. Okay. So listen, everybody, if you're in the midst of a big life transition or simply looking to explore new ideas and perspectives, our hopes are that this podcast will be a source of inspiration and insight to experience a more fulfilling life. And have some laughs. Always. Always. So when speaking to people in their 40s and beyond, many tell us that if they could do their career over again, they would have taken more risks, settled less, and spoken up more often. Risky things. Risky things. So that means going for a certain opportunity that you're not sure you're worthy of or capable of. Not necessarily dangerous things. Not necessarily. Well, you know what? Starting a new business can be scary, honey. Well. And fear. There's a lot of fear out there. I think there's a lot of, yeah, I think people spend, people spend a lot of time being afraid, I think. You know, and, and it, you know, definitely holds lots of people back. And I think when you peel it back and you look at what people are are fearing, afraid of, there's really nothing there that, you know, they're, you know, as, as it, you know, said many times, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. And when you break it down and you look at it, there really isn't. So in so many cases, it's just a matter of taking that first step. Well, first of all, Springsteen said it on, what were we watching? Is that also on Sunday morning? So he said something that really like kind of struck a chord with me because through his songs and storytelling, he kind of said he, he, his lyrics or his, I don't know, his, what, his, his connection. Mm-hmm. to the music he creates is making sense of the world we were born into. Right, because you that is, you know, much like the weather. There you you don't have you don't have control over who your parents are. You have zero control. Or where you live? Right, your circumstances in which you're born into. Right, so you don't choose that. No. And once you become aware of that, mm-hmm. 
that's where that space between over and next can happen because that's where you make all of those decisions where we can actually do better and be better, which is always what I strive for. So I believe that our experience individually and collectively has come from the work we've done, the lessons we've learned, and the friends we've made along the way. And those people really matter. They've helped us become the people that we are today. Well, what I find interesting is, and, and I'm sure this is true for, for everyone, when you move through those experiences, and I'm just thinking about business experiences in the brands that we've, we've started, of who you, who you bring along for the journey, who remains with you through those things. And we have people who we're colleagues slash friends with from all of the brands and experiences that we established. And, and, And we've now, especially going back to those relationships and utilizing those relationships to bring more value to what it is that we're doing right now. And I really believe that our experience can be everybody's advantage and all of the people that we're going to bring on because you are going to be able to minimize mistakes and maximize success. So yeah, um, do you want to tell everybody a little bit just, I'd like you to just, you know, give a quick synopsis of your background. I'm going to give a quick synopsis of my background pre-meeting in March of 1991. And then we're going to talk about the really gigantic, amazing year that everything started with us to inspire others of everything that we've done through the years. Well, you know, when I think way back in my life, I have always been experimenting. And discovery has always been a, a big part of my life. And I, I guess through that, I've taken the things that I find out about and I learn about. And, and being at the bleeding edge has been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. And, you know, it officially pushed me into the world of technology when I was made captain of the audiovisual squad in Intermediate School 51 in Staten Island. And it was thrilling at that point to have a permanent hall pass in which I could leave and go into any classroom that I wanted to with the excuse that I needed to set up a projector of some kind and show a film strip. So this is crazy. I'm dating myself. This was meant to be. And, And so we're talking about, you know, Long time this, ago. The seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. Right? So how old are you in the seventh well, we grade? Thirteen? We you know, we've we've told you all that we're sixty and sixty one respectively. So we yeah, it would be in the seventies. No, sixties. No, middle school seventies. Yeah, early seventies. So, right. Right? Well, no, for me, no, like 10, in 11, the late seventies, like seventy six, you know, or so. Then you were fourteen. So you were an A V geek, but yeah. then okay, 
you, you know, you went to University of Delaware, you graduated with a psychology degree, and then you started to work in a suit at Bankers Trust. You knew this was not yeah, your path. Before, you know, I did what my father did, you know, and it was an entry-level job. You know, you really didn't, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't formally trained, you know, to work, you know, on Wall Street in a bank. You learn on the job. Yeah, and it, as most things, and like unless you're a doctor or lawyer, but even then you're going to graduate school, right? You know, you, you you very rarely leave college and enter a job where you you know what to do. You know exactly what to do. You know, conceptually you may know what to do, but you still have to, you know, you learn, you know, the job. So, so, so you know, for me, that just, I knew right away, that just wasn't... Your path. Yeah, what so, didn't make me, so, didn't fulfill. So interestingly, when I met Robert in March of 1991, he, he was a video journalist. He was a videographer is what they called it at the time, special event videographer. And he was shooting and ed editing social events. And I remember that distinctly. He was living in Bayonne. I was living in Manhattan. So I'm just going to give a little bit about my background because then before you know it, we're like talking, we're talk I mean, we're together a long time, Robert a lot of experiences and life moments that we've enjoyed together. So, and that I'm so proud of you and of us. Robert grew up in Staten Island and I grew up, we both were born in Brooklyn, but he mostly grew up in Staten Island and I grew up in Long Island. And we're both, you're the class of 1980 of Port Richmond High School. That's correct. And I am a 1980 graduate of Lawrence High School. I went to Boston University School of Management. I transferred to Fashion Institute of Technology. I knew I wanted the business of fashion. I worked at Macy's Retail Sales. I worked in Saks as management, Saks Fifth Avenue. And then I was a buyer at Bonwood Teller. It was like my MBA of fashion merchandising and marketing. It was extraordinary experience working at Bonwood Teller. Then I kind of straddled both wholesale and retail. And my friend Marcy, that I know since sixth grade, invited me to work with her, which I didn't even know what I really, I reflect. And that was my first entrepreneurial experience. Working with her, didn't matter what title it was, it was just me and her. And she started a magazine, a home fashion publication, B2B, called Material Information. And I was the ad director, then publisher, and we did everything. And I loved it. She called me a pit bull, Robert. And that was a compliment. And I take it as such. It was because I was strong and I was going to get the job done. And it was an exciting adventure working together on that publication. And I'm really proud of it. But what's really cool is that identifying that as an entrepreneurial experience, not even knowing what that word meant, here it is, you and I come home from our honeymoon, okay? We get married March 14th, 1992. What t-shirt am I wearing? What shirt am I wearing? 92. I love this shirt because it represents us and the beginnings of us. And Robert had a business called Custom Video Productions. That's right. Which he quickly rebranded. Right, Robert? That's correct. To Absolute Video. Why don't you tell everyone why we rebranded it? Because we wanted to be at the beginning of the Yellow Pages. A. A.B. A.B. And? And that was my favorite drink at the time. And it also, the word, I love wor words and definitions. 
and it meant absolute, total, complete. And Robert was offering that to his. That was a complete package. Pers- you were the, you were the, compl- I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So what's really cool is that when Robert and I came home from our honeymoon, well, what happened was material information was ended when I came home from my honeymoon. And it's hard. Startups are hard to continue. We know that from our own journey. And Robert and I started working together and I started marketing, doing sales and marketing and promotion for Absolute Video. Stacy, my friend, did the first logo for Absolute Video. You can see it on the website. I love it because it's a tripod. Drew it by hand. Drew it by hand. She's an amazing, creative creator. Back in the day when clip art was actually. Oh my God. She's an art director. And boy, oh boy, it's our first logo together. First of many to come. But I am so, I love that logo. And I loved, and we were, we did so many fabulous things with our first experience. But before I talk about, that was our beginning of our partnership, right? And, but we also rebranded you to being Robert Allen Video Journalist. Tell everyone why. Well, you know, in observing all of my, my colleagues, image makers, mostly who were photographers and were all, you know, really successful, were, were all using their, their name or form of their name as their brand versus, you know, just some kind of generic company. So I loved Absolute Video, but I love Robert Allen Video Journalist. But Robert Allen, and that, by the way, is his professional name. And it's his middle name. Right. Rockefeller is my real name. And Robert. Isn't that funny, everybody? Robert, I know you're very modest and you do not like to really tell everybody about your accolades, but I am going to. Okay. Okay. Unless you want to. Because I think it's pretty cool. You are. Now my accolades in the boardroom. You. Not in the bedroom. Right. (laughs) Right. Not in this episode. Right, not, not in this. Not we're not discussing. Talk, right, right, right. This is the, the professional. My bedroom app, accolades. The, right, right. We will, we will talk okay. about that because I think it's important to talk about sex. It is. Okay, sex is important. Yes. So you are an award-winning event video journalist. I am. You were inducted into the Weva Wedding and Event Videography Association Hall of Fame in, in the early, in the 2000s. I was. You received the prestigious Bob LaBar Vision Award, a multi-year International Creative Excellence Award winner. And for two years in a row, you were named in the Event DV 25, who are considered to be the most influential videographers in the field. You've been speaking on the national stage since I was, well, I just 1996. Must, I must say, though, the, the Event DV 20, 25. Was cool. It was cool because they I, they made me a baseball card. I was a I, I was a collectible card. Yeah, and you had a whole page, I or half a page or something in the magazine. It was really cool. So, but I'm really proud of the non for profits you've worked with over the years, and you've worked with the New York Police and Fire Widows and Children's Benefit Fund. Yes, you heard what I just said. That's a mouthful. And you've worked with a beautiful, wonderful organization that you call your most meaningful work through my eyes. You want to tell everyone about that? Yeah. So. For about seven years or so, I worked as a the videographer for an organization called Through My Eyes, and we provided end-of-life biographies for people who were diagnosed with a terminal illness and also had children under the age of 21. And if they met that criteria, 
they qualified for a free recording. And I was the one who did those recordings, and I did over 300 of them in the time that I was with the organization. And like Holly mentioned, by far the most meaningful work that I've done, also by far the most challenging work and emotional. that I've done emotionally. And emotionally. And you know what, Robert? The one thing that we will be telling everyone, because we do care about legacy in sickness and in health, is that everybody should be documenting their story. So we're going to help people. We're going to inspire people and help people do that. Okay? We're going to give them... The... And inspire them to do it, right. more importantly. Right. Everyone has the capability of doing it. You, you don't need anything more than your cell phone, really. You just need the presence of mind to sit down and do it. And we have the right talking points to share with you on how to interview um, someone you want to get to know more about their, their, their life story. And recently, Robert is the Greater Harlem, the Greater Harlem Chamber of Commerce virtual producer. I believe that we are your bridge between the pre-internet world, yes, we know about typewriters and phones with cords. We are the bridge between the corporate world and the entrepreneurial landscape. And we really embrace everything and anything digital. So we're excited about that. So we love being in front of the screen and behind the screen. Robert is so savvy at using the tools, and can help prepare others to do it as well. So that's one of his key talents. And we really do believe in old school techniques, but we really do embrace the new that's coming on the scene. So we are committed to delivering excellence. So whether you're a startup or a business or a non-for-profit or someone that just wants more to learn about personal branding and professional branding. We want you to harness the power of creativity, community, connection, and collaboration, because we know that the sum of that is happiness. We started off, we told you, our partnership began in 1992. We then launched Wedding Podcast Network in 2005, and it was the largest collection of, of online wedding talk radio anywhere in the world. So proud of that, Robert. Anything you want to say about Wedding Podcast Network? No, again, you know, bleeding edge, creating podcasts for an audience that, you know, was microscopic at the time. But we knew, we knew how big it was going to be. And, you know, through Wedding Podcast Network, not only did we have over 200 episodes in the time that we did it, but we helped other Others launched their podcasts as and well. And we did that through our next brand new media connection. And that's where we did help business strengthen their brand identity and position themselves as an authority. And, and we knew at that point that, you know, being heavily involved in the wedding world, there was a digital shift. And as we entered into the 2000s, you know, we knew that you had to adapt to a new way of doing business. and. So again, in order to assist other wedding professionals in 2011, we, we launched a brand called the 21st Century Bride, which was the first of its kind 
hybrid event in the wedding world where we had, I believe, about 160 attendees in person in New Jersey at a venue. And we had over 200 attendees online. Robert, 33 states and seven, seven countries. countries. Yeah. It and was, 20, you know, 20 industry experts spoke. We designed it really in a way that the virtual attendee had a very similar experience as those who were in person. It was very important for us to deliver a true hybrid experience and 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 we did and we it was it was really wonderful we had some some good partners at the time and and it was a, a success and it helped really launch us into the virtual space it was it was certainly proof of concept that this was indeed the future and you were the create you are the creator of the 30 minute edit so your brainchild for this event was really for the presenters to do short form sessions. Yeah, every every presentation was 15 minutes or less. So you always said it also in your video work, you know, that you don't have to fast forward fast forward to the good parts because right. everything was the good everything parts. Was good. And not only that, with with also a 21st century bride, and it was a branded event and with sponsors, and it was just so amazing. Yeah. It, you know, we knew we we checked off all the boxes and and we're really still very, very proud of of that experience. So then you said to me in 2018, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. And mm -hmm. you said to me, Holly, I don't want to stay on the sidelines. Why did you say that to me? Robert? Yeah. So cannabis legalization was coming to New Jersey and then New York. And, and we knew that was happening. And we are, you know, are proponents of the plant. We understand how much benefit it does bring to people. And we got heavily involved in learning about about the plant and its benefits scientifically, as well as understanding, getting an understanding of the, the business landscape in cannabis. And we launched Pop-Up, which was a brand that created in-person uh, experiences centered around CBD, which at just at the, as we were launching Pop-Up, the farm bill was passed federally and, and hemp in in production of CBD, what became federally legal, so we went full force into a non-plant touching brand and had ten events in thirteen months, where we brought people in and educated them and introduced them to CBD brands and associated businesses, and they had a chance to sample the brands, to learn from brand ambassadors, to gain education, to taste CBD-infused food. And entertainment. And entertainment. And massage. CBD and yoga. And prizes. And prizes. It was really, Community it was really great. Community at its best. And, and then. We pivoted then, like no other. Yeah. And then COVID hit. Right. And. That's why you we know, pivoted. Right. And, and so we shifted. We shifted Canapop-Up. As we knew it, but kind of pop not, up. Everyone should know when online too. Right, we we did go online, but we were drawn into the online space in many different ways, from fundraising events, as we said, you, you know, we were involved in something called Livingston Sings, and, and we'll talk about that, I think, separately in another episode. I would love, to. but we we really, you know, went full force, and we launched the at home event brand, 
which was a unique online marketplace. We were bringing people together, businesses together. We were creating opportunities for for makers and bakers and crafters. So we had the at-home crafting gift show to support the people that were couldn't be at craft shows anymore to market their goods. Right. We believed in health and wellness. We had the at-home wellness expo, which was also related to the cannabis community, as well as other modalities. Right. And we wedding. had the at-home wedding, at-home wedding expo. expo and because we, we knew that couples, and we had a couple <laughs> who was planning a wedding, we knew now they were, you know, in, in the Northeast, wedding expos are very big. You can, in New Jersey, you can go to a wedding expo every but night we of the week. We wanted to serve and support. We wanted to help others continue to to be able to to let others know about what they do and what they can invest in. So we brought we brought all of these experiences online under the at home event brand and very, very proud of that. And you know, it, for each of these things that we have done in our careers, we learn so much and we take so much from each of those experiences and build upon them as we move into our next big thing. So nothing is ever lost in what we do. It's all becomes part of our toolkit and our ability to create something from nothing really is what, is what we do. So Robert, I have never felt more at home than now. Because we are right where we are supposed to be. And it's all in readiness for you, for me, for everybody listening. We are ready Mm -hmm. to share the moments that are now over and everything in between that could lead to what's next. So what's next for us, Robert? What is our next big brand? What is on this screen? Well, the brand that's been here all along you know, was never really, even though we were front and center with every brand that we birthed, you know, the focus was never really on us. And, and this is on us and a reflection of, of where we are right now and everything that we've done, everything that we've experienced, everything that we've created, everything that we've taught has led us to this moment. I mean, it's full circle. Yeah. Because it's also full circle because we're back podcasting. And I am like more excited than ever to be on air with you. Okay. Well, then we don't have to explain to people what a podcast is. <laughs> Do you remember remember that on our wedding podcast network our site that we actually describe what a podcast is? We had a section, is? right, on right? what is a podcast. So, you know, with Holly and Robert, you have this podcast between over next. You have our website, hollyandrobert.com. You... On the website, you can find out more about who we are and what we can all experience together. If you don't have enough already, (laughs) if you want more of us. But this is our newest endeavor, and I feel that this was really meant to be. And you, you know, I feel like I think about our wedding vows, you know, as I'm wearing my 1992 shirt where our our partnership really began. Mm -hmm. Because we took vows in sickness and in health. And I have to tell you, I love you. To have and to hold. It is a promise of unconditional acceptance. And I am so grateful to do this with you. 
Robert? Yes. What? Are you going to like ask me something right now? No, I'm just going to say, what does this new endeavor like mean to you? I mean, well, it's it's very exciting. This is really our next chapter, and it's I think it's going to be the the biggest chapter of all because it encompasses everything that we've done, everything you know, where we've been has led us here. So, so much of what we've talked about in the first couple of episodes is really just the beginning of you're getting to know us and us getting to know what matters most to you. And we are grateful that you are open to whatever is coming next. And we promise you, we will have a meaningful, rewarding experience because we really care. And I'm really appreciative that you took the time to be with us today. Yes. Thank you for, for listening. And thank you, Holly, for being my partner through all of this. You know, sometimes I forget all the things that we have done and, and experienced together. And when you lay it out on paper like this, you know, it's quite an accomplishment. So thank you for being a part of that with me. I'm proud of us and I'm proud of what's to come. Thanks for tuning in to Between Over and Next. We hope you enjoyed this episode and found it meaningful and insightful. If you value it to be worthwhile, please share it with your friends and family. We would really appreciate it if you could take a moment to write a review for us. Your feedback will help us continue to create content that resonates with you. And don't forget, in the show notes, you can find all the relevant links mentioned in this episode, from accessing free downloads to visiting our website and more. If you have any questions or comments, we would love to hear from you. Simply send us an email. Our email address is hello at hollyandrobert.com. We're always excited to connect with our listeners. So until next time, thank you again for joining us on Between Over and Next. Thank you for listening to Between Over and Next, the podcast that navigates the twists and turns of life with courage, laughter, and a whole lot of inspiration. Tune in every Tuesday to hang out with Holly and Robert on your favorite podcast platform. Visit hollyandrobert.com and follow them on social media to ignite your passion and fuel your dreams.